Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko is a GP from Bondi Road Doctors. And normally we bring Alicia in to talk to us about kids, the common ailments that we might see and kind of demystifying it a bit for us. Today, however, we're going to be talking about women's health, in particular, iron deficiency. Hi, Alicia. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Well, thank you. My GP always asks me when I see her if I'm feeling tired and I almost always am tired, but um, I kind of put that down to having small children and a busy life, but that's not always the reason, is it? It isn't. Us working mums, yeah, we often just say, oh, it's understandable I'm tired. And it, it is understandable, but still we shouldn't just sit back and accept it. We, we deserve to actually have some energy. And certainly if we're sleeping well, then we should be considering, could there be another cause to us feeling fatigued? And there's differences in fatigue. Just being a little bit tired here and there is different to a very heavy, persistent fatigue that sort of starts affecting decisions that you make for what you should be doing that day, etc. I've got to admit, like I, I am currently anemic, at least we think we are, I am until the next uh, blood test. Yes. And when you were saying, describing the tiredness from mm. that kind of um, uh, thing going on, mm. for me, it's like, uh, it's not like sleep deprivation. Mm. Sleep deprivation was a very different feeling. This is just like, I need to just lie down for a day. I just need yes. to take a day off work and lie in bed. Whether I sleep or not is not the issue. I just need to lie down. Um, but even if you did mm. and you're still anemic, the next day you'll feel the same and, and again until okay. some change. <laughs> and that's the thing about it. Yeah. You can rest up and you're still exhausted. And that's where you have to start thinking, hmm, is this something more than just being busy? Okay. And I'd assume that lots of um, mums out there probably don't actually even rest to know that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You have to actually stop to recognise it, don't you? <laughs> well, how uh, can you explain the difference? Because I didn't know the difference between being iron deficient and anemic. Yeah, absolutely. So iron deficiency really is that you don't, you're deficient in the metal element iron, which is essential, but we have to get it actually in into into our systems through the diet. Our body doesn't make it. So iron deficiency is that you're low in iron and low in storage iron. You may or may not have some symptoms. Certainly as you get lower and lower in that storage iron and other changes happen with your your iron circulating around, you definitely will start to get some symptoms. But normally it's not that dramatic until you hit the little crunch moment where the iron deficiency shifts into anemia. And that's where your red blood cells and your haemoglobin start to be affected. Now, iron attaches to, is made up of basically haemoglobin. Well, haemoglobin has iron in it, and that attaches to oxygen and circulates the oxygen around the body. And so when you're iron deficient and then it turns into anemia, your red cells get smaller and you have less haemoglobin and therefore you have lots less energy. So in that term, from what I understand you're saying, um, you can be iron deficient because you're not eating enough um, iron-rich foods. Mm. Um, and you could also be anemic from 
blood loss because you're talking about the hemoglobin. So it's all related to iron. Well, anemia, there's lots of different causes for anemia. Okay. But if we're talking just about iron today, then there's iron deficiency is the first step. And then once that gets significant enough, then it would become iron deficiency anemia. And so the causes of iron deficiency anemia, which is when the iron deficiency has got to a point where the red blood cells and the hemoglobin is affected, and then you would definitely get some symptoms. You could even palpitations, quite fatigued, even a little bit forgetful, etc. Um, then there are different causes for that. So the different causes would be blood loss, and that could be just menstrual blood losses, heavy menstrual blood losses, or other blood losses. It could also be that you don't have enough intake. Um, in your diet. It could be that you're taking different medications that are interfering with iron absorption. So there's a few reasons why you can be iron deficient, but it does need to be attended to so that you can actually then get back to health and, and have more energy. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko from Bondi Road Doctors about iron deficiency. And I did bring it up because I've had this experience myself. But when I'm speaking to other women in particular, uh, it seems that so many women are iron deficient or have have had this problem. Um, Is it more common in women, Alicia? Do we know that whether it's more common in women? Because you mentioned one of the ways um, you can become iron deficient anemic is through um, heavy blood loss. And so women get their periods, um, particularly after childbirth, that can change. Are women and mothers in particular susceptible to this? Absolutely. If a man is male um, has iron deficiency, we tend to get actually quite concerned because it isn't expected. Um, with women, I'm not saying it's okay, but there's a few different reasons. So obviously, yes, it can be even around puberty um, and then right up through. So menstrual losses definitely play a role. Um, additionally, um, pregnancy, when there's increased demands on the body. So yes, <laughs> throughout our lives, basically, there's Lucky certainly, us. yes, definitely. And then other reasons, um, athletes, um, More so the females, again, because not only are they getting some losses with the muscle and their their high sport, they've got increased needs into the muscle. Um, And then additionally, hopefully if they're healthy and a good body weight, then they're actually having menstrual losses as well. So the male athlete still will be unlikely to have the anemia where the female athlete is at increased risk. Oh, the joys of being a woman. (laughs) So... um, is there a way, I mean, we've talked about when you, you're really tired and that's when you've got to go and see someone and just check that it's not iron deficiency that you're experiencing or anemia. Um, is there a way of counteracting it without supplements or infusions? Yes, no, absolutely. And we would always want to try in the diet first, depending how severe it is, of course. <laughs> um, so, And we want to find the cause. So before you start replacing iron, you want to really find out why. So that's the first thing. So you definitely should go to your GP, be open, honest, and and what have you. Then the next step would be some blood testing. Um, And then they would do iron studies as well as at least a full blood picture. So the full blood picture would be looking at the red cells and the hemoglobin level. The iron studies would be looking at the storage iron, the iron that's circulating around, the transfer factor, etc. So once it's clear what the cause would be. So the the blood test really just helps you with the diagnosis and then you'd need to tease away, well, why? That's 
you know, during the GP consult and you may have to go for a different test or you may have to come back for a follow-up. But once it's clear that it's to do with, say, your intake, that's when the supplements would certainly, um, well, dietary and increasing intake would be be the way. Certainly if it's a blood loss, then you need to attend to it that way, which be, might be a gynecological thing. Some people might be sent to see a gastroenterologist to have a colonoscopy. So, you know, but once you recognize, okay, this is an iron deficiency thing from a decreased intake, then you would start, depending, if it's not crazily severe, then you would start with the foods that you're eating. Spinach. Well, absolutely. So there's heme foods and non-heme foods. So heme foods are more easily absorbed, but they're animal products. So some people obviously are vegetarian and they they don't want to have that, but but it's good to just understand there's a difference that the animal products and starting with pate, which is definitely not recommended in pregnancy. But I did hear that. I am yes. so excited that that's true. <laughs> so you, you don't have pate for pregnancy, but otherwise, if you like pate, it's a really good one. I'm um, going and to then, buy me some pate. <laughs> well, off you go. That's fabulous. <laughs> you know, that, that really is absorbed the best out of lots of things. And then red meat and then down to fish and then vegetables and vegetables and the non-heme. Um, and there's a list I think we've provided as well of lots of different, you know, vegetables and beans and things that certainly have iron in them. And then there's iron fortified cereals also. And then it's very important to know about things that can actually increase and decrease absorption. So it doesn't yes. stop. Yes. So I heard that coffee's not good it's for iron intake. Not. No. It's not. But you can still have it. There's oh, a trick. Okay. There's a trick. There's a oh, trick. Please tell me so, the trick. So, yes. Yeah, so with coffee, red wine, tea, I say two hours before or after the actual meal that you're trying to increase the iron. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you want to avoid tea, coffee, um, and red wine. As well I as certainly don't drink red as wine well as breakfast. chocolate. Oh my god! And milk. What's going on I here? I know. So those <laughs> things interfere with iron absorption, but you can still have them. But just leave a good couple of hours between having them and the iron-rich meal that you're you're about to have. Mum always tells me I should be having orange juice when I have iron. Yes. So that's that's true. It doesn't have you, to Mom. be it doesn't have to be <laughs> orange juice, but ascorbic acid or vitamin C, which orange juice is one of the things that it does contain a lot of ascorbic acid. So that increases the absorption. So sometimes products over the counter sometimes will have some ascorbic acid, but certainly if you just, you know, have your iron rich meal or your iron rich vegetarian meal and you have some vitamin C or some kiwi fruit and and what have you with a bit of a lemon orange drink, you, you, you're going grey. <laughs> you're really helping it all absorb. The other thing is if you're on an anti-acid tablet or other medication, that can also interfere with the absorption of iron. So there's a few things to consider. Now, your GP should know about all of these things. And certainly they're a great way to start. Um, sometimes you may need or benefit from seeing a dietitian or nutritionist to really tease out what your intake is. And certainly people that are quite strict with vegetarian, they may need to have a little bit of extra, you know, expert input um, just to really optimise the iron intake for sure. What would happen if it was left untreated? So the mums out there that are like, man, I'm just tired. It's nothing. I'm not going to go check it out. If it is iron deficiency or iron deficient anemia, 
what happens if we don't treat it? Well, the anemia will set in and get much more severe and um, the energy levels will really get to quite a, a state. I mean, it becomes quite serious because of the effect on the red blood cells. So you definitely don't want to get to that point because the palpitations, you could be very, very faint. You wouldn't really be able to function in all honesty. So it can get incredibly serious. So you want to catch it before you get to that point. And certainly if it is more severe, then dietary is certainly the mainstay, but you may have to take some form of supplementation. And there's a few different varieties on the market. Speak to your GP or pharmacist about that. Some are gentler on the stomach, but sometimes they do have side effects. They can make your stool or your poo dark. They can give nausea and upset the tummy a little bit. Sometimes a compounding pharmacist can make a a concoction that has a bit of ascorbic acid and a bit gentler on the stomach. So there's a few different options there if you need to actually supplement as well as your diet. It's always good to refine the diet first, but certainly if you've got the anemia, you probably do need something extra at least for three months and then to reassess it. For things that are more severe or say for someone who's about to deliver a baby, It isn't actually in the full recommendations yet. However, very experienced haematologists have said that for a pregnant woman who's about to deliver, they really like to have a storage iron, which is the ferritin of 50 and above. And so if you have a pregnant woman who is iron deficient or has been, and they don't have a ferritin level up there around 50, we often do consider the the quick burst of iron infusion. But that's not, you know, it's a needle, it's can have side effects it's you know a lot of people would try and avoid it but it's a very quick way of of increasing iron so it just really depends on how quickly you need to boost the iron and how severe the iron deficiency and or the anemia but normally if it's anemia you would need diet plus some extra supplementation and follow up and review all right so if you're feeling tired more than just your usual tired bone tired make sure you go and see someone alicia thank you so much for coming in thanks for having me that was dr alicia thornton benko she's a gp from bondi road doctors and we'll pop a link up to those foods that alicia mentioned that can help you with your iron intake just head to kindling.com.au and search for alicia e-l-y-s-i-a You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.